And I think the first one to shake it off is the, is the gorilla. And you hear a, and then you hear some fists like pounding, like steel on steel as it's pounding on its chest. And you hear a voice from beyond the gorilla. Coco, no. Retreat. And as the monkeys slowly start to snap into fo- like snap like back to focus, they look at you and you can see them because their eyes are glowing again. But they uh, they back away to that far wall. And if you don't do anything to stop them, they just start disappearing from view. Wow. Do we have any way to track them? Like, does someone have like a something you can throw on them and then like track it later? Nobody's paying attention to me, right? Yeah. yeah, no one's paying attention to you, actually. I'm gonna follow not that even voice. your fellow hunters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm I'm following that voice. So yeah, we're gonna follow Barry. Barry, you're following again. Just so many like capuchins, and there's a trio of chimpanzees, and then there's presumably Coco, the silverback gorilla, and you actually see the slightly limping form of a man uh or what was once a man <laughs> uh, uh i didn't make a little handout of him i picture i've pictured him the voice doesn't match but i've kind of pictured him as like a peter capaldi or like a peter capaldi aged david Tennant. <laughs> wow uh, the voice does not ma- match, but that's sometimes the case in real life. Yeah, and uh, there, he's limping slightly, and you and, and as you can see, like he's wearing a little bit of a lab coat, or he's partially pulled over a, a, on a lab coat because mad scientist, obviously. But you see that some of his limbs have been replaced with mechanical components, much like with the apes, and he's kind of leaning on Coco slightly. One of his hands. Like as he's walking, it's kind of spasming a little bit, and you see like blades pop out and then tools pop out. Like it's kind of morphing into like it looks like it's it's designed for surgery. And another the the other arm is periodically like glowing and discharging some electricity, similar to the cannons from the smaller um not the laser cannon, but like the <laughs> the poo cannon. Uh, <laughs> Something like that, like it's that the the arcing of electricity coming off of it, and uh, they're they're just they're moving down another tunnel that was another corridor that was on the far side because it wasn't the, the, you guys didn't come in the only access point for that room, right? Uh, um, would you like to just keep following, or would you, would you be trying to do accomplish anything while surrounded by so many enemies? Yeah, it's not like I could, uh, well. I'm assuming that I can't uh, attack directly. Um, I, I think it's relative. Well, is it going to be light? Is it light in this in the following tunnels? Yeah, it's 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 lighter. Uh, but again, there's still steam. So I'm picturing you moving from like cloud to cloud, steam cloud, like, to steam hot, cloud, steam cloud to steam cloud, hiding behind like there's the occasional pipe that's vertical and larger, yeah. and you know just like. Yeah, I, I think I think Barry's gonna gonna follow as as much as he can. Try to you know remain uh, quote unquote hidden, and uh, I think one thing he's trying to one of the 
at some point, if, if there's a pause in their movement, he wants to reach out and, 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 and kind of intuit what's going on in the, in the brain of this uh, human, mostly human person. Sure. Uh, and I think you can do that. Roll uh, empathy or empath, I believe. Yep. So while we're waiting on the roll, uh, I'll just interject that we're right around eight o'clock. If we want to take like a mid roll uh, bio break, maybe that would be the time to do it. Sure. Let's see what the result is. And then before okay. we get to what you actually sense, we will, we will cut away for a moment. Okay. So I rolled a 10. You rolled a 10. Good. That gives me time to think on your yep. 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got a 10, which you gain a clear impression of their current emotional state and intentions and a plus one forward when acting on this knowledge, uh, their intentions, they seek to dominate. To take over and the world. Yeah. Yeah. They seek to dominate and subvert the natural order. Uh, this seeing as how this is not telepathy, I don't want to go into any more detail than that. The other thing is, is an impression of their current emotional state. It's in flux. You can tell that there, it, there are multitudes contained within uh there is the 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 core original person and based on their emotional state you don't think that they're super sane on their own but you feel other entities kind of clawing at what little sanity that individual has left cool so i'm thinking i heard i heard him call out to coco and i assume coco is with him and following him yeah, I described him as kind of leaning on Coco as though there were was something wrong with his cybernetics almost. Right. I want to somehow cause him to go over the edge. And I'm 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 thinking of I don't know what the ability would be but some kind of um uh, ventriloquism where I pretend that Coco is speaking <laughs> and said, I want to, I want Coco to say something or seem, maybe it seemed to say something to, to this guy that, um, that might like make him react or, or do something uh, extreme. So, you know, I, I kind of, find a way you know find myself a corner and and then use you know use my you know super special uh mental abilities and call out in in what i imagine uh an ape's voice humanized might sound like and um and it's it's going to say something like i will care for you something you know poorly modulated and but i'm you know trying to make this work i don't no idea what that is it feels like you're angling for a manipulate someone but i'm going to inform you of a core tenant of monster of the week monsters cannot be manipulated with the exception being if you have either taken a move from the monstrous playbook or are the monstrous and have taken the move in your oh. own playbook that allows you to manipulate monsters uh, but I'm not trying to manipulate. I'm trying to manipulate the, the the guy. Well, I think the guy is mostly human. Now I'm hearing other voices that maybe he's actually yeah. more of a monster than I realized. Well, also in Monster of the Week, technically someone who is vanilla human could be considered mechanically 
the monster. Ah, the ba- bad guy. Yeah. So you you try this, and what I what I'm gonna have you do is I'm gonna have you act under pressure because I want to see if you reveal yourself to them. Yeah. <laughs> so I get my act under. I get my cool plus one, and then I get the plus one from the um, yeah from the empathy right. So that would be an eleven. Okay, so you do this and you manage to remain hiding and they, they pause for a moment. Coco. And he just looks confused. And I think your senses are still flaring. And I, I, I do think you, you feel his, his sanity, like the, 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 the entities or whatever that are clawing at his sanity. I think they managed to get a little bit more of a foothold, but they haven't made him go full-blown crazy at this point quite yet. And he's like, and he just shakes his head and he's like, Coco, come to the Grand Hall. <laughs> and they the set off hall. down a tunnel. So I do hear that. Yeah. Yes. And he leads his small army all the way into the tunnel. I don't know if you keep following. So I think, so my imagination is maybe the tunnel is less steam or it's getting brighter somehow. Probably. So I decide to, uh, to stay back and, and, you know, circle back. I know, obviously, I know exactly the way back to uh to where my friends were to this uh to that chamber and 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 try to reconnect with them sure and this has gone on probably over the course of i'm gonna say maybe five to ten minutes yeah in that time what are the three of you thinking about your friend has disappeared (laughs) and you're now in the pitch darkness and you don't have the illumination of the many many eyes of these monkey aggressors (laughs) So I would want to try to get uh, some sort of light source. So maybe uh, reconfigure some of the electronic weapons that were going to be attached to the Simeon's uh, power pack, something to get some sort of light so that we can see what's going on. I would say, unfortunately, none of you took the move weird science. (laughs) But Everson might not have anything on his person, but William or Chad, do any of you have a modern cell phone that has a flashlight function? Because I know Everson probably does not. I have the tablet that probably has a flashlight on it. I probably have a flip phone. Probably has a little bit of light. There you go. If you need light, you've got a tablet with probably a flashlight function. Even if it's all, even if the flashlight function is like where you turn it on and the screen just displays white pigment mm-hmm. to 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 sort of create a little bit of a glow. And then you've got your flip phone for a little bit additional lighting. Uh, and you're, what, what are you doing as you're looking around this room? So that's when I'd probably say Barry. Nothing. Barry? Oh, Where God. the hell is he? You don't think he, no, he wouldn't have done that. Surely oh, not. Yes. No, I think he did. Oh, Barry. We've got to go after him. Which way? Well, can we follow Barry? Maybe Barry's leaving breadcrumbs for us to follow. Uh, no that way. Would be investigate a mystery, because one of the questions on investigate a mystery is where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled two plus two is four, so nice. another XP for me, baby. Yes. <laughs> what are we sitting at for XP, everybody? I is anyone going to level? <laughs> I got two. I got uh, one so far. You guys are way too successful. So you fail uh, on a on a failure. You reveal some information to the monster or whoever you're talking to, or hmm. uh, the keeper might ask you a question. There's no one for you to talk to. You're just looking around this room. You were trying to track your friend. You have no clue. There's no sign of him. 
and you don't even see where the all of the apes went damn those dirty apes they must have kidnapped him so willard would like to get some uh, metal off some of these tables as uh, ammo for this railgun thing that he's using and um, i'd like to try to tap into my weirdness and just try to feel where barry might be and how to get there sure yeah you can scoop up some scrap metal that's not an issue uh yeah you can try and trust your gut if you if you if you're if after you scoop up some scrap if you're like well we need to find barry uh you could you could definitely try and roll plus weird for that uh that would be a three altogether awesome uh (laughs) clearly these apes are mind shielding him from us yes trust your gut on a miss your instincts lead you into danger what's interesting is technically danger is also in the direction of barry (laughs) so you sort of get your wish you sort of get your wish uh, I think what it is is you get where you're going a little bit quicker than I was ex- when, that I was anticipating, because um, actually no, you don't find you don't get to bury. What it is is you start you're like oh he has to be this way and you just start running, and you're running through these side tunnels, and I think what happens I don't know if the others follow you, uh, you're just like he's this way we have to go this way and you start running and you're going through twists and turns and you come out a side corridor. Real quick, before I describe anything else, Everson and Chad, would you have followed Willard? Absolutely. I would have limped behind because I'm probably the most injured of the group. But yes, I would definitely have followed because I'm not staying in this dark room by myself. I would have racked my shotgun first, but then I definitely would have followed. Yes. <laughs> Every step, rack, rack, <laughs> rack, rack, rack. Keep in time. <laughs> um, as you, you burst out a side corridor... And you are once again in the presence of a small army of primates, but you can see there is an individual again, like there's a, it's either a, a, I want to say a Capaldi age, David Tennant leaning a little bit on a silverback gorilla with robotic limbs, glowing mechanical eyes, a laser cannon on their shoulder and just a small army. There's a trio of chimpanzees and then a small army of like capuchin style or like approximately sized uh, monkeys. Barry, nowhere to be seen, but you have once again re-engaged your foe, this time in a lit corridor. What have you done with Barry? Barry. Coco. Dispose of them. And the and the guy kind of leans against the wall a little bit, and the trio of chimpanzees sort of form up around him defensively. And Coco slams their metallic fists on their metallic chest plate and throws themselves at Willard. <laughs> Willard, how do you respond to a gorilla throwing themselves at you? I think I'm dodging out of the way. Would you say there's a gorilla in our midst? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting on that one for a while. <laughs> I'd like to dodge out of the way and hopefully like do a roll and then shoot him would be my ideal. Uh, well, before we get to damage, I think what we're going, uh, well, no, if your goal is to damage, then it would be kick some ass. The getting the, 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 the dodge and roll, it would be narrative fluff. If your goal is to completely avoid the danger, act under pressure. I think I'd be going aggressive negotiation. So kick some ass. Okay. Seven, eight, nine. 
okay so you trade established harm so the gorilla throws themselves at you you tuck and roll and you fire into its underbelly in passing uh as long as you're using the 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 the, the scrap metal i'm going to say that this thing does three harm okay uh it looks like some of it is deflected off of its metallic plating and it it lands kind of skids and sends up showers of sparks as it, it like it lands in its knuckles or just it's like a car you know like when you're slamming on the brakes in your car and you're kind of skidding and leaving rubber it's kind of doing that but with its metallic robotic knuckles and feet it's like sliding and then it charges you and it <laughs> this is going to be rough for you bud it grabs one of your arms oh, oh no. and it has an attack called tear limb from limb oh no you no longer have an arm oh my goodness we know what happened to chris lamb you instead take four harm and the tags are hand and messy messy indicates that there is a lot of blood or gore uh, and that is where the arm no longer being attached to the body comes from reduce damage as appropriate if for your one armor so i think it's three harm and where are you sitting bud uh one two three four i'm at five so i'm not unstable um, you are beyond that and you are missing an arm <laughs> well no it's not missing we know where it is <laughs> okay it is you are no longer attached to one of your arms <laughs> physically not emotionally yeah <laughs> uh how does everyone else respond to this so i think where you ran into was was about where barry was turning around and uh so he you know he sees this he's still in the shadows i think he's going to try to so you said that the three chimpanzees are kind of surrounding the uh, old guy. Yeah. My assumption is that I can't get in directly to the old guy. I'd have to get through these chimpanzees first. Uh, what I would say is if you want to bypass the chimpanzees, act under pressure to su- successfully do so. And then you would have a moment to do one more thing. Okay. I, so I... If, if I see that I can do that, I'm going to try to bypass the chimpanzees and then wrap a yeah. rod around this guy's neck. Sure, so. that one hundred percent works. Just you know, failure would be Pretty probably bad. damaging for you. <laughs> yes, uh, you said act under pressure. Do I still get the plus one from the knowledge I get, or, or no? Probably not. Uh, sure, why not? This is basically okay. an end game accelerated because you having a plumber change the trajectory of this mystery. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys. It's not Seven. in a bad way, just it did change it. <laughs> I mean, there's so many points in history that if there had been a plumber there, drastic changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got a seven on your act under pressure, you said, right? Yes. Okay. What's going to happen as as you swing by, you get bit on the leg by one of the chimpanzees. It's too harm. Okay. Uh, re- reduce if you have any armor. I don't think the flight does. But you have managed to close on that doctor and you want to try and use your garrote. So that yes. would be kick some ass. All right. I'll try to kick some bottom. All right. That's eight. Do I get my plus one? Sure. Just, so I, I'm just going to give it to you for this. Uh, nine, kick some ass. You trade established harm. So the garrote does what? Four harm, I think? Garrote is three harm intimate. Three harm. Okay. Uh some of that like you don't feel like it does quite as much damage as as it should because again he's got robotic components now yep and he's a little bit armored and 
what happens is as you get that around, he reaches up and he's like grabbing at your hand as you're, as you're choking him with that garrote. And one of those electrical discharges from his arm sort of arcs out yep. and you take one harm. Okay. And the tags on this, which might surprise you are close. Magic ignores armor. <laughs> I can't imagine those monkeys are going to be very happy with me, but no, you know. but Chad and Everson. What are you, you see Barry this? now? You oh, see Barry there's... now. He's hanging via garrot on like on the back of this cybernetic doctor. Yeah. Surrounded by a trio of angry chimpanzees. And the chimpanzees, each one of them has like a massively taloned hand. Jeez. I'm in trouble. <laughs> All right, Chad, what you thinking? Can I call out something? Sure. Take out Coco. He's really attached to him. Got a plunger. I've got this uh, electric. <laughs> I'm not gun. afraid to use it. <laughs> I'm not afraid to use it. Um, oh yeah, you're know. carrying around the corpse of one of the monkeys with a <laughs> gun attached. I forgot. Yeah, that's, what, that's what I shot the pipe with. <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot that it was attached to the monkey corpse. That's what I just remembered. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally carrying the monkey with the pack on his back. <laughs> Um, you know, it, it kind of worked last time. I'm, I'm pretty hurt, but at this point, if, if Chad, the plumber has to go down, I would rather Barry or, uh, Willard be staying up. So I think I just charge in, especially seeing both Barry and Willard, um, kind of being a little bit in danger of being surrounded. So plunger ahead like i'm jousting for robo monkeys or literally jousting for robo monkeys i will charge in and i'm planning on doing as much harm as i can do all right uh if you're intending harm it would be kick some ass and that's the what could go wrong move does that uh that adds the plus one harm right you can use that to on a on a number of things. You can use that to increase harm, decrease harm, and uh, plus two to act under pressure. And you have okay. two hold for that. Yeah. So we'll do kick some ass. I'm gonna use one of my lucks because that was a five. If I'm able to do that to roll a ten, twelve instead. Yeah, that's fine. So you kick some ass, uh, and you get a twelve, so you get an extra effect. Uh, extra harm, suffer less harm, give a plus one forward to yourself or another hunter, or you can put them where you want them and sort of move people around the battlefield narratively. Trying to think if it'd be better just do the extra harm or to maybe move Coco. Uh... If you can move Coco away so that me and Barry can work on the dock. Yeah. You know, if, like I said, if Chad is the sacrificial plumber, Chad is the sacrificial plumber, I think I will use that to go ahead and if I can joust Coco out of the way to kind of clear up some space, uh, that's what Chad the plumber is going to do. So you're going to you're gonna move Coco. Are you spending any of your hold? I, I'm sorry, I was answering a, a thing in chat and I, I missed a little bit of it. I apologize. Um, so kick some ass. You used luck total success you're moving coco sort of out of the way a little bit mm -hmm. and you do have the two hold left over from what could go wrong are you going to do anything with that hold uh let's go ahead and give a forward to um 
Well, the the what could go wrong isn't giving forward. The what could go wrong either increases harm, decreases harm, or gives you a plus two to an act under pressure. Okay. If I'm I'll, if I'm remembering the move correctly, that, nope, that, that is that's right. I'll do the inflict harm then. Okay. So, how much damage does the plunger do? Uh, we I think we said it was two. Two harm, so three harm total, and you're targeting Coco. Coco's a beefy a beefy primate. I'm just picturing the plunger stuck to its head, just <laughs> uh, slightly distracted. Vibrating. That's why. That's why. That's what. That's how you got it out of the way. Is you plungered it and stuck it to its face, and it can't mm-hmm. see. And it's like ah, nice. Uh, it, the plunger does not quite seem to do as much damage as it normally does to your usual foes, as it is obviously a cybernetic gorilla and has armored bits upon it. Um, but you have managed to distract and disorient it. Willard's terribly injured. Barry's garroting someone. Everson. <laughs> so it's time for some close-up work. I'm going to shift the shotgun to my left hand. I'll rack it one more time just for good measure. Um, I'm going to pull out my magic dagger and I'm going to rush up towards the the doctor and i'm going to say pop quiz doctor who has the knife and then i'm going to stab him with it okay okay kick some ass uh 12 total nice uh, 12 total you're going to trade established harms and then you get to pick one of the extras which is terrible harm reduce the harm you take give forward another fl- forward to yourself or another hunter or move them around the battlefield basically I'm going to do ex- uh, excessive harm, do extra harm to him. And I'm trying to just like, I mean, I'm trying to stab him with a magic dagger in the chesticle area. So, Sure, 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 sure. So some of that is ignored because again, they are, they are armored. You right. stab into them and they kind of, they flail out. And the surgical arm that I described, like the fingers are splitting open and blades and various other surgical equipment uh, pop out. And it, he, he rakes you across the, the torso with it to harm nothing extra to it like it just so he's not a russian doctor he's a swiss doctor <laughs> yes uh <laughs> yeah. willard you're probably laying on the ground there's blood pouring out of your shoulder your arm is laying a few feet away from actually your arm is in the hands of coco the gorilla uh what would you like to do <laughs> so unbelievably with blood spurting out of my uh the stump or whatever uh, i get up and I just look absolutely livid. And I look at my railgun, which is too far away. I look at this giant gorilla. I draw my enchanted dagger and kind of incoherently, but everybody thinks I say, Coco Chanel. And I'm going to go like try to stab the thing right in the uh, the neck. Sure. Uh, kick some ass, bud. Can you smell what the Willard is cooking? That's a 10 altogether. 10. So you get to trade trade established harm, and then you add an extra effect. Your dagger does two harm. Are you doing extra harm? Reducing harm to yourself, giving someone else plus one? Let's do extra harm on it. Okay. Uh, so again, you're, you're just chipping away at this gorilla. Um, I'm just doing like the prison thing on his neck. It's, I, I, it's probably terrifying for anybody on look at I should not be up. Yeah, and you're stabbing it in the neck, and it's got a plunger stuck to its face, and Chad <laughs> flying around. <laughs> Get him, Willard! Get him, Willard! Yeah, and and we and we and we kind of 
the gorilla and the, the and Chad and Willard, Willard, Coco and Chad are in focus. And then they sort of go out of focus. And we see over like in the background, slightly over the gorilla's shoulder, we see the doctor and Barry and Everson come into focus. And we kind of zoom over there and Barry, what are you going to do now? You're kind of hanging off the doctor's neck. Is there something I can, so I, I don't know. Is there something I can do with magic? And I've got this, I, I still have this vague mental sense that he's, uh, He's not on the edge. He's 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 maybe going over the edge of uh, touch with reality. Not unlike Barry. Uh, is there is there a magic thing I can do, or do I just keep? So big magic would be brain? like all of you have access to big magic. None of you kept use magic as your default uh, all, weird move. Big magic is like a ritual. Okay, that's not something you would, could do feasibly really in the middle of combat. Um, so. You can't really do something magic wise. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I got it. So I'm, I think I'm going to continue kicking. Sure. Uh, well, and, I, and in your, like in your, your, you can barely hear it. You can hear him. He's trying to rant, but you have a garrote around his throat. He's trying to monologue desperately. Yes. So if he can't talk, maybe you can speak like him and get, so rather than trying to speak Coco to him, speak him to Coco and get Coco to calm down. Like impersonate the doctor. Well, so I still can't manipulate the monsters, right? No. <laughs> yeah. So I think that would be that would be kind of that would be that direction, uh, Michael. I, I right now I don't think I can do anything other than continue uh, pulling on this garrote. Sure. Uh, that's fine. Uh, kick some ass, but <laughs> an eight. An eight. So you trade established harms. Your garrote does three harm. Correct. Uh, and again, some of that is just ignored but they're they're starting to get a little bit little bit blue in the face you know yeah and uh and again goodbye to your little friend coco yeah and you get and again like there's that discharge of electricity as you get zapped for another one harm that takes me to unstable willard's like he gets zapped for one harm i've got my arm ripped off (laughs) Uh, i got one uh, arm he's got one harm what's the problem yeah, uh, uh, as Barry is is ch- continuing to choke the doctor and Everson, what would you like to do? You just stabbed them. I mean, I guess to stab me again, but that just doesn't sound like satisfying. I want to do like, um, is there anything about his body? Is there like a, t- a shutoff switch? Is there any sort of like glowing power pack I can try to rip out? Like something nice. a little bit more movie um, magical. I think you could maybe... So peek behind the curtain. When you electrocuted everything, you technically triggered every monster's weakness, which means they can be killed. Nice. <laughs> because I des- I decided that that electrical surge fried what is referred to as their etheric bionic control interface. So you sort of have already done that. Okay. <laughs> but um, I did have an image of you saying you want to do something a little bit more satisfying. You do have your shotgun in your left hand. It'd be kind of hilarious if you just kind of shot him in the foot, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to do that if you want to try for something more complicated. I mean, shooting is good, uh, and the foot might keep Barry from, like, getting any collateral damage. So, sure, I'll, I'll shoot down, like, in the knee to, to lower leg area. Sure, sure. <laughs> Sorry, Michael, I didn't mean to, like, Make you it know, less that mechanical satisfying. Leg. Maybe you can take the mechanical leg out and that'll disable him. All right, seven. That is an eight. That is an eight. Uh, so you shoot him in the leg and your shotgun does what? Three harm? Three. 
And it's messy and loud. Messy and loud. I'm going to give you an option here. This is not anything in the rule books. This is just my prerogative. Would you like to sort of, instead of, instead of just doing the established harm and the, having that be it, would you be willing to trade some of your potential damage in this moment, not forever, to maybe shatter and damage his armor? Yes, that sounds like a great idea. Okay, so the, the shotgun fires. And I, what, it is, what it is is I think you've created a weakness. You, you, did, you shot him down low so as to not hit Barry, and you shattered the armor plating on his leg. His leg is kind of a weakness now. Go for the leg, Barry. <laughs> Garot the leg. <laughs> uh, and as, you, as, as we say that, we'll cut over to, to Willard and Chad. Chad, tell us what you're doing as you're just getting flung around wildly while you're hanging on to that plunger stuck to the gorilla's face. Absolutely hanging on for dear life. This is like that goo from that one uh, McDonald's up Route 50. Ugh, awful. Um, yeah, he's having bad flashbacks of that, that, that call. Um, yeah, I think I'm, you know, if I'm hanging on for dear life, might as well, uh, go out, uh, go out kicking. So I think I'm go out just, swinging. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking kicking cause I'm already holding onto the plunger. Nice. So I think just kicking or doing something at the, uh, Coco's face to <laughs> potentially maybe not harm, but maybe like just further disorient. Cause I don't want to. I, I probably will harm myself first because I'm on a silverback okay, gorilla so with a plunger. It, it, <laughs> it sounds like you kind of want to support Willard. So yeah. what we could do is we could have Willard go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then should the situation demand it, you could step in and help because you're distracting the, the Coco. Yep. If that, if that is, is that sound okay? That's exactly what I'm going for. Don't want to do any harm because I don't think I'm in the right place for it, but would love to help out where I can. Sure. Uh, Willard. <laughs> I think you just stabbed the gorilla in the neck as Chad's just flying around. Yeah, so Willard's been repeatedly shanking him in the neck as fast as he can. Um, I think I now have my legs kind of wrapped around its neck to kind of keep me as steady as I can. And I'm riding him like a a bronco a little bit uh, as I continue to stab. And um, as I stab, you know, I'm probably like, incoherently it sounds like i'm saying go go no no go go no no i'm just i'm pure adrenaline and, and rage doing all this um and do not hesitate to say no but if you're not super familiar with the system it does kind of encourage outside the box thinking and mm-hmm. making the gm or the keeper as it's usually referred to in the, the rule book think outside the box you do have a rail gun with a power pack and you're an industrious, creative person. I feel like you could probably make that blow up if you wanted. <laughs> so let's say, uh, all right, let's retcon a little bit. Um, so I shank him a few times. Um, I probably get tossed to the ground a little bit. I'm near this uh, rail gun. Um, how about, I mean, it's a magic enchanted dagger I stab the uh the railgun and kind of throw it at him sure i also had another idea and again feel free to say no you have a magic enchanted dagger and a railgun that encourages you to shove things down the barrel <laughs> okay <laughs> i i i am uh berserk, again, so i'm not trying I'll... to play your character no, 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 no. but I i'm like trying it. to give you alternate ideas no i like it 
yeah, I'll shove it in there and then fire and we'll see what happens. Sure. I think roll it's epic. Kick, yeah, roll to kick some ass. All right, I'm using luck. Take a 12. A 12. Uh, and because this is just, this is super cool. I think I'm just going to add the damage values together for for this. Like that's that's nowhere in the book. This is, and again, we're just making this up on the spot. So I think that this is going to be the maximum damage the railgun does plus the damage from the dagger. So that's five harm. You rolled a 12 plus on kick some ass. What's your extra option going to be? Extra damage. More yeah, harm. it's got it's got to be extra damage. More harm. Double the normal harm. Sure. Uh, well, so you don't have access to the 12 plus stuff. That stuff okay. you gain access to as you get advanced improvements, oh, which advanced is after stuff. you've leveled up five times. So that's a total of six harm. I think it would be apropos if the grill lost its arm too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that please. That's that's what's happening is you shoot off. Which Which of your arms was ripped off? Let's go with the left. You shoot off Coco's left arm. Yes. <laughs> Cut uh, to the end where you now has Co- have Coco's left arm reattached. Right. Yes. Dragging uh, on the ground. Yeah. Michael, <laughs> Michael reading my mind, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Coco is still standing. Coco looks bad and is missing their arm. And they're, they're, they're just screeching. And Chad, you're just... I, Chad, I want you to act under pressure just to stay on. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. That's snake eyes. Three nice. total. All right. <laughs> I think you you get... I think the thing that you give up is the plunger is left behind and you just get thrown across the, hall, the, the corridor and you slam into a metal pipe taking one harm. Uh, I'm immediately just using that hard move. Uh, you got your back hurt real bad. You feel like you might have pulled something, or maybe maybe one of your discs is acting up. Oh, there's my arthritis in my back again. <sighs> that disc golf injury is acting up again. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's for harm for me. You're unstable, uh, Willard. By the way, all of that, all of that you did. That's that's just another harm as you as you bleed some more and aggravate your injury. Okay. I know you're unstable. I know you're unstable. Uh, Barry, back to Barry and Everson, I think. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Barry. Well, we've got uh we've got him on the ropes. You you you're he's he's uh no longer stable because you've taken out part of his leg. He can barely breathe, he's turning blue. He can see that uh Coco is being demolished over there by my partners. And uh, I pull in the garrote, got it around his neck. And I whisper in his ear, this is what you get for bringing out the monkeys. And that's a nine ten. What's the extra effect that you pick? Before I say that, what does unstable do? Unstable means that it's a, it's a very serious injury. Like it's something that's not like a superficial injury, like a bruise or a small cut. Like it's something that requires medical attention. So like if you're unstable and you do something that I deem is stress, stressful enough, I could just be like, take an additional harm, please. Okay. You know, cause you're bleeding internally or you're got it, you know, something along those lines. 
So it does the three damage, and then I I force them down to their knees. Okay, so basically they're you did not target their leg. Yeah. So not all of that damage goes through because the weak spot is the leg, but you do force them to their knees, and they're they're getting like real like their face is starting to go a little bit like blue black as they're and they're 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 gasping, but they're also trying to monologue. They're like, "I, I will rule the school. Uh, you will bow before me. We will conquer all. You know, like he's trying to monologue and he's desperately clawing at you. And Everson, what are you, how, what are you doing in this moment? As, as I'm going to shoot him the, in the weak point of the leg. <laughs> sure. I can see there's like the mechanics of his leg have sort of like came open. I'm going to stick the barrel into that opening oh, and nice. then just pull the trigger inside. Uh, no. Sure. I'm a rack first, of course. Yep. <laughs> roll to kick some ass i hope you don't need that that's bad man sorry yes more uh, puns feed me 10 the puns. on the die so that is a lot uh it's 11 okay uh shotgun does three harm yep. uh you're bypassing his armor yep. you bl- blow the leg off completely and he just goes limp nice uh just pulling barry to the ground on top of him <laughs> Uh, yep. the, the good doctor is no more, but I do have a consequence I can give you, Everson, because you failed a role at one point in the recent future. Uh, what's going to happen is those three chimpanzees just, they just grab onto you like they're grappling you just, just all over you. Um, Not my hanging bits. Uh, <laughs> they don't go for your hanging bits. They're, they're, they're grappling you. Uh, okay. It's three harm, and you're kind of held in place as they're restraining you. All right. I am oh. then unstable. Yes. Everybody's give unstable. Our, give me your pain. Mm-hmm. Uh and we're gonna we're gonna cut back over to, to to Willard and Chad. Willard, I think you're you're laying on the ground. You've just fired that rail gun. You fired your magical dagger out of the rail gun. Uh, Coco is still standing, but very seriously injured. And their their sands and arm. And are you doomed now, or do you still have one luck? So when you gave me uh, the one harm earlier, uh, is that do I ignore that with armor, or does that apply anyway? If it's uh, if it was an exacerbation of your wounds, you would ignore it. Like if it was because you were unstable, and I was like taking additional harm, that's because your injuries are just naturally worsening. Worsening the armor is not going to do anything about that. Okay, so I have uh, one box left. Ooh. Uh-oh. You meant, have you used both of your luck? Yeah, have you used yes. both of your luck? You I've have, used you're two. Do- you're, you're doomed, and you have one health box left, and you have a rail gun and a giant angry gorilla. What would you like to do? <laughs> so I'm taking, I pictured earlier I took like three pieces of armor. Uh, I'd like to shove two in there and... Um, I mean, I, again, I'm on pure adrenaline. I shouldn't be standing at all. Uh, I kind of ram the uh, the railgun up into its gorilla hanging parts and fire. Mm, that's super unpleasant. <laughs> Let's see what happens here. Six, seven, eight. What's the opposite of gorilla glue? <laughs> gorilla goo. Uh, and that's kind of what you make. You fire up into its 
it's unmentionable bits it's downstairs mix-up uh <laughs> ending the threat of coco the gorilla and it just kind of falls on top of you oh dear okay like not like yeah like you could your friends could probably get you free but as coco falls and the doctor falls uh, the chimpanzees scrabbling over emerson freeze for a second and the the capuchins that were just kind of wildly just going crazy all around there was just in the background by the way everybody just poo getting shot everywhere Mm -hmm. just poo everywhere uh every all of the, the 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 primates freeze for a second and then they scatter they run and you're kind of left to deal with the aftermath uh you guys can use first aid it is something that very rarely has come up in the monster of the week games that i that i that i run because most people have some sort of healing move and that's that's (laughs) just uh no that's fine that's fine i just need to look up look up this uh one second i apologize right if any of you plausibly would have first aid training you could stabilize uh each other basically uh in this aftermath you could improvise a tourniquet for willard to stop him from bleeding out of or uh, you know like you know um so you guys aren't gonna just die in the aftermath that feels very sad to me but I fully what do you guys- intend on attaching a monkey arm to Willard. Like we're going to have that scene where it's like $6 million man. Like we can rebuild him. He will be stronger. And then I have, beep, beep. Uh, I have plumber putty and duct tape. Should work. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yeah. Shark, so take you- a shark bite, put it on there. Yep. Yeah. So you guys, you guys, you guys save each other basically at this point, how badly beat up were all of you? I know Willard had one harm left out of seven. I had four. I thought I had, I had two four, left. but I actually had five, so I had two left as well. You're all in really rough shape, Unstable, but you, yeah. you, yeah, you, you managed to 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 not die, and you took out Coco the gorilla and the doctor whose name you never learned. And so what I was actually <laughs> thinking was, once we vaguely stabilize, uh, I was gonna wondering if he had some kind of identification on him that allowed him access to the university. Uh, yeah, he he had a, he had a university ID. Uh, he was a Doctor Lawrence Beach. What a beach! Son of a beach. Well, that would have been Coco. Are there any any questions you would like to ask about what was going on? Well, we're we gonna, I mean, the... yeah, we're gonna dig into that. We're gonna have to make up some lame excuse about like. Uh, gas leak everybody's you know um hallucinating because of that while the monkeys are being you know brought out and hidden uh we're gonna have to track them all down we have to kill all of them we can't let one of these things alive the, the whole the united states is in danger as long as one of these things is still around so sure so yeah and you guys can you guys can recover uh and attach a giant robot arm to willard and <laughs> hunt down the remaining like hunting down the remaining monkeys would probably be a number of other additional mysteries honestly yeah uh, yeah I, I don't know if there's anything else you would want your characters to do in the aftermath but we can move to what is a core part of monster of the week at the end of it's supposed to be at the end of every session i know a lot of uh, actual play podcasts uh, move it to the end of every mystery uh, to slow down character progression a little bit 
but there are four questions we ask at the end of every miss uh, every session. Did we solve the current mystery? The answer is yes. sort of mostly, mostly. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, sure. gi- I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Uh, did you save anyone from certain death? Not counting yourselves. Uh, the janitor. <laughs> we saved the janitor. The janitor ran away. Yeah, you you did sort of save the. I get you. You're getting a lot of sort ofs, but I'll, I'm just giving you <laughs> yes. Got some participation <laughs> trophies over here. We're we're going for C's. We're going for C's. Did you C's learn anything? Degrees. Did you learn anything new about the world? Uh, I learned. Everson probably knew about the Robo Monkeys, but Chad did Robo Monkeys with who flying uh, or who flinging <laughs> cannons exist. Sure, well, that's that's, sure. that's news to Willard. Yeah, yeah, and this one's probably a no because this is a first mystery and everything about your characters is new but it's did we learn anything new about the hunters um you know first first mystery everything's new it's not really but what what it is is we answer these four questions if you answered yes to one or two you get an additional experience if you answered yes to three to four you get two additional experience okay would any of you have gotten to five from that (laughs) Nope, no four. Ah, oh, we came so close to getting a level up for someone. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's monster of the week. I hope I did an okay job for you folks. Yeah. Uh, it went real weird on me when we <laughs> added a plumber to the mix that wanted to get into the tunnels because that you like you jumped through so many like you bypassed so many investigatory hoops like and that is not a that is not a complaint that was just a <laughs> take it on my feet. <laughs> Yep. yep. You have to check out the pipes. That is always where the problem is. Check out <laughs> the pipes. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Scurvy Knave says that he thinks a robot monkey arm is a kind of a level up in itself. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It is, that, was a, that was a freebie. Uh, but mechanically, it is not a level yeah. up. But you're going to have to find It's going to be hard to find a jacket. You know, mm, you have to be a yeah. lot of sleeveless. <laughs> yep. So, all right. Well, thank you everybody for hanging out. Hopefully the, those of you watching and maybe those of you listening in the future had a good time. Thank you, Case, so much for running this game for us. So please, once again, tell people where they can find you on the internet, any of the things that you were a part of, shows and that kind of such. Twitter, GM underscore Jetsorian. I'm on non-standard action, which is can be found on pretty much any like podcatcher. And we're also on Twitch and YouTube, just non-standard action. It's not spelled tricky or anything (laughs) no random underscores anywhere no it's all just all run together usually excellent all right and bob i think this is the first time you've been on our show so i hope you had a wonderful time again where people find you if they want to come hang out with you on the internet yeah this was amazing i had a really great time and learning uh monster of the week i've been thinking about doing it for a while so i'm glad uh jet you did amazing thank you so much um i'm bob underscore the underscore tree because somebody had to take bob the tree with no underscores um on twitter uh that's where most of my stuff gets posted i do some D content creation and all that fun stuff um so you can find me there excellent and then jerry if you want to people meet up with you somewhere where could they do that so I'm one of those weird people that doesn't do social media however um i do uh, hang out on discord uh, you can find me at uh, Thul, uh, T-H-U-L, parentheses, Jerry, J-E-R-R-Y. Uh, primarily, I'm on uh, Discord in the Star Wars RPG community. All right. Fantastic. And then Jack. Man, I'm, I'm the bag man, and you can find me just about anywhere my <laughs> RV sits. 
oh, sorry, sorry. Um, uh, Jack Vinson. Um, I'm on Twitter as Jack Vinson. I'm on the Discord as Jack Vinson. Uh, that's pretty much where I am. I don't do any other streaming or anything associated with gaming, but I like to play. It's kind of fun. Catacon is a great place to do it. And uh, see you guys around. Uh, again, of course, I'm Michael. You can find me at the RPG Academy. Pretty much everything I do can be found there. I'm going to be at Gen Con. So if anybody's going to head there tomorrow, that's where I will be for the next few days. I'm very excited. Uh, the Kickstarter for Catacon, which is the convention that we run, goes live next week, one week from today. Uh, our event is in November, the 4th, 5th, and 6th in Dayton, Ohio. I uh, would love for a lot of people come out and hang out and play games with us there. Uh, I love our Discord. It's my favorite corner of the internet. So if you want to join our Discord, that's basically how you get on these is just hang out in the Discord. It's kind of an open invite. Um, but if you hang out with us, there's a good chance you get on here. We have a whole bunch more of these scheduled. We have a, a working doc with about 30 to 40 more games that we are working through. I believe Dune is close to being next to the top of the list. we got a 13th Age game that we're getting close to the top of the list and then a D&D Eberron game. I think those are the three that are probably happening next, but things can happen. Things can change. Forbidden Lands is definitely in there. Shadow of the Demon Lord is in there. But yeah, so uh, if you enjoyed this at all, if you enjoy learning about new games, please check out our other sample adventures that are available podcast only. Um, and just remember, if you're having fun, you're, you're doing, it right. doing it right. Thanks. Right. And we'll see everybody next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast. We do this show out of love for the hobby and the desire to be ambassadors, welcoming more people into this community. All of our website content will always be free to use and utilize, but there are expenses related to the show. And if you enjoy what we do here, then please consider supporting us in some way. You can do so as simply as rating or reviewing us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. If you're going to purchase anything through Amazon or DriveThruRPG, consider using our affiliate links first, and then we'll get a small percentage sent back to us. You can do a single direct donation through PayPal using the paypal.me slash the RPG Academy, or consider joining our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash the RPG Academy. And for a donation as low as $1 a month, you'll get access to lots of extra goodies, including bonus minisodes, invites to monthly one-shot games, one-sheet adventures, and more. Please consider following us on Twitter and Facebook, or join our Discord, where we like to try to keep the conversation going with our fans as best we can, and are always looking to talk and chat more. Or do none of that. Just continue to listen and enjoy our show. Because honestly, that's enough. Thanks. And remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. We'll see you next time. music used for our intro and outro is Fly a Kite by Spectacular Sound Productions, used under the Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike License.